Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Card is Going to the Change. That's right, AIW's very own podcast. And my name is Alex Worldwide Keller, and I just want to tell you all about one of our great sponsors. That's right, Pollyanna DIY, PollyannaDIY.com, at PollyannaDIY on Twitter, Instagram, and etc. And what Pollyanna DIY has to offer you, they have excellent original wrestling enamel pins, shirts, including the Extreme Roots 91 t-shirt, Checking my hair right now. I have some medium roots. Take care of that in a bit. That's right. They have it all. And wrestling promoters and wrestlers, if you're looking to get into the enamel pin game or t-shirts, Pollyanna DIY wants to hook it up. Now let's take it to the show. The reason you hit download, the card is going to change. Once again, everybody, thanks for listening to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Firstly, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They're feeding us here as they always do while we record, and they, of course, bring pizza to you at our live events at Mount Carmel. If you want to try more of their pizza or anything else on their menu, it's all delicious. Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, they record all of our live events. And if you want to relive any of those or watch them for the first time, you can purchase that on DVD or digital download from smartmarkvideo.com. And additionally, head to powerbomb.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE, and you will get a 20-day trial for free. And then stick around and just keep watching the shows that we put out there from the AIW archives. And as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who helps take care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They can do all of that and more for you, whether it be banners, t-shirts, business cards, flyers, everything and anything. For all that they have to offer, head to jackprince.com. jkprince.com uh, yes, uh, that voice right there. Well, you've heard him talk about a soft sabbatical. Every once in a while, we have to give him a podcast sabbatical but here he is none other than worldwide uh it's been not too long only a few weeks three four weeks or so a couple of weeks yeah absence makes the heart grow fonder uh, well we hope that's the goal here i know uh, so he is joining us today along with wes barkley yes sir and of course as always aiw owner john thorne hello my name is steve guy i'm your moderator of sorts and on this episode, uh, we are going to discuss the last show that was at Music Links. I almost called it Tequila Jacks. It's not that anymore. Get the Jacks out. Get the Jacks out. <laughs> New bar. Yes. New bar. Another remodel. Another remodel. Music Links. Uh, Dick and Grados, I apologize, then called Dick and Nick's Excellent Adventure. Uh, I just want to reiterate that they kept the streak alive by remodeling the bar once again. The bar this was for the better, though. Yeah, I'd say. the way they remodeled Finally. the bar now looks 
I had to have it sooner or later. The reason they remodeled this bar this time, the way it probably should have been set up the entire time, was because Mushroom Head played on St. Patrick's Day, and they wanted to fit as many people in as possible. And that peninsula deal that they were rocking was just not going to work. It wasn't going to work. They uh, Apparently, they figured out this is going to be best for standing room only with the way that stage is set up, and there you go. And... A lot of, very roomy now. Yeah, but also the way they put up like kind of those uh, separate walls on either side of the stage almost gave us a little bit more of a backstage area. Also, they had like a full life-size Jason Voorhees dolls <laughs> set up. Yeah, that was crazy. They had a crazy. lot of decoration up there. Oh, Every time like I walked through the Halloween. curtain, I turned. I was like, "What?" I was baby, that it was like baby doll heads and shit hanging from the ceiling. Like Lives. I don't think that they had changed the set design since that mushroom head show. Yeah, did nothing happen in there since? Mm. Let's not cast judgment on a. I don't think Jeff Jeff Hardy company. not touring right now. With the shout out to Jeff Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> should exchange numbers. It's your boy. Guns N' Roses, patience, man. He told me to give him a shout-out. All right. I'm sure he's an avid listener. He might be. He might. Yeah, could be. Could be. So uh, we make our triumphant return to Music Links. Uh, to get right into this, the whole thing, essentially, John, was built around uh, Dick Justice and Grado and... Grado, I believe. Well, the whole concepts initially, when I'll just throw this out here. Yeah, we were going to take June off. Correct. In typically, in typical, no, we don't. But in typical fashion, in uh, wanting to take a month off, something falls into our lap, and when we're in New Orleans with Grado, hanging out with Grado, he says, uh, you know, he's going to be. In North America, around this time, we should run a show so he could come to Cleveland. So I go, okay, well, we're doing J-Lit. I want to take a break in between J-Lit to Absolution. So, you know, Music Links had been wanting me to have a show. Yeah. So I set it up specifically just for Grado being around. And uh, then as things progress, I decide, let's try to do like another a show that was like the no sleep till Brooklyn show. That's like all like fun and lighthearted and like a comedy show somewhat. Yeah. So that's the initial plan. And I should say, typically we want to take a break in June, but we always somehow do these bar shows. Right. Uh, but it was set in stone that I did not want to run in June this year. <laughs> and then that falls through quickly. Uh, and then, you know, I book Grado, I book Kikutaro, I book Dick justice and then I start trying to book other people, and not available. Uh, you know, Colcabana not available. Um, I try to then I start trying to I try to book some some wacky things like uh, I hit up the Rock and Roll Express, they weren't available. I hit up Demolition, Demolition yeah, not available. Because um, I was like, it, once I couldn't get a, a lot of comedy guys, I was like, oh, let's try to book some sort of legend. And put them in like a you know a, a fun situation. Sure. Uh, but uh, that quickly just does not you know it just didn't pan out. And then just I, also Grado didn't pan out. Yeah, and and so unfortunately then we get to uh, the week of which leading up to this entire week, 
Grado is supposed to make his vacation home in Cleveland. Yeah, so uh, Worldwide could comment on this. Uh, Grado was set to live with Worldwide. Yeah, uh, we. I forgot that I agreed to this in New Orleans during Mania <laughs> weekend. And then all of a sudden, I get a very wild uh, DM on the Twitter from uh, old Grado just about tearing the town up and this and that. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, Grado's supposed to come over in June. So I'm getting ready. And in the meanwhile, uh, Weird Bodies moved into my uh, living room. And uh, so I don't have a living room anymore. I have <laughs> okay, a weird body room. room. Yeah. You're really optimizing the space in that place, huh? Fucking yeah, guess what's, so. What's rent down to now? About $40 a person? Oh, you know, I don't like to put my business out in public like that, Steve guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like multiply that by about four. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing we're all as broke as we are. But... Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, you gotta I get the duke to get your portfolio. I've done all manner of things. Like, what'd you I, do? I cleaned my toilet. Oh, I said you gotta oh, get yeah, you, you gotta get the duke to get get your portfolio going. You know. I mean, I got the stash app, but how's the stash app going? Uh it's going all right. Oh, other yeah. than Canada needs to like legalize weed, and then like legal weed needs to happen in Ohio. Oh, but everybody wants to go to Canada. It's the best. And then. Bam, I'm going to be like, my $40 on Canadian weed is going to be like through the roof. But like until it's like a done deal, then I'm fucked. But there it is. Stash up my $40 right is at right now at like $31 on weed. Oh, I, I like I like how you're trying to go the legit route and being a drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, just invested in the basketball stocks. player. I forget his name, uh, but he's out there somewhere in the space. He's like, I think it's really great. <laughs> I think it's really great that, uh, you know, and this is like a quote from an interview. He said, I think it's really great that, uh, you know, marijuana is getting like normalized and legalized all across the U.S. The next battle is cocaine. And I'm like, whoa, you're crazy, pal. But also, yeah, all on board. But anyway, it'll be another like 20, 30 years on that one. But uh, so once you remembered that Grado was supposed to stay. Yeah, start cleaning up the place, doing the deal, this, that, da 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 da. Clean the toilet, big deal, huh? Clean, oh, fucking real big deal. You've been there. You've been there. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> Very big deal. I used the scrubber and all this shit. I was like about, I was about to like pull a bunch of hair out of the. Uh, what's the bath? What's, what's the bathtub looking like? Then? Yeah. What about the rest oh, of the bathroom? It's uh, uh yeah, we just leave that alone. I spray it down sometimes. Here's the thing, I'm the only person yeah. that I am the only person that buys any goddamn cleaning supplies in that entire fucking apartment. But do you use them? Yeah. Oh okay. I do. And I'm the only motherfucker that uses them. I'm the only motherfucker that sweeps and mops and fucking anything in that goddamn place. What's, what's your what's your feelings on Tupperware left in the sink? Oh, <laughs> Hey, I currently have some of that. All you bodybuilding uh, so-and-sos, maybe some of you wrestlers, you can explain to me. Uh, tell me, does like having like fucking like microbial like germ farms in your Tupperware, does that like help you like lean out? Is that like just like uh, bacteria in your gut like fucking like pulling bro. the fat out? Is that how it goes, Alex? Oh, wait, I'm talking to myself, am I? Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I don't know. Well, you are a bodybuilder. Hey, it's not a shoot cast. It's I've, a hoot cast. I've seen those, but anyway. I've seen those Instagram stories, brother. I feel like uh, we're not on the sauce sabbatical tonight. Nope. No, no we are not. Sauce sabbatical not happening right now. No, we're on a light beer. Uh, 
Good time. So I was good on the way offer my spot up to Grado because Grado would have nothing to do with this Steve guy because Grado is a man that likes to party. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? There's a very good reason why he's supposed to stay at World Wines. Grado likes to rip fags indoors, him. and uh, that's the British vernacular. Well, you guys, and uh, you're also allowed to say it. Yeah, I. Dookie, baby, you can say it. You just got to do some other things before you can Duke say Duke is it. not allowed to say it. No. Uh, well, you know, you go uh, next door to Nala's class. Find you out. Smoke but in, you smoke indoors at your place? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. You have fucking, that's why I don't want a podcast over there anymore. My eyes burn. I know. That's why I was saying you guys have that in common. I, wasn't, I know. Right now, I should, I'm I should correct my fingers I wasn't saying that for the demeaning purpose. I, this yeah. like nuclear hell state of non-smoking. Anyway, yeah, either way, that for the I was getting ready for a real wild week. And it's funny because lately I've been trying to be on a more like down low, low key sort of uh, tack. Because you got a lot, of, a lot of emotions going. I got a lot yeah. of emotions and I got a lot of uh, partying in me. And you know what? Sometimes <laughs> you got to mellow that shit out. But I was like, all right. Grado's coming. Grado's coming. And I was getting Big ready week. for all hell to come down <clears throat> upon things. And, oh boy. And Grado makes it to North America. He does. He does. He does a Canada. show. He does a show in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's supposed to arrive on Sunday. Yep. And then I get a message that uh, he's just going to skip his flight because he's drinking in Toronto with Jack Sampson. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Jack Sampson's just going to drunk drive him over the border. Spending uh, that Duke money. Sounds good. Allegedly. That dirty Duke money. Well, that Duke money will get you out of any trouble. And uh, they're going to come. Allegedly, co- for sure. They're going to come the next day. Okay. Uh, next day comes. I get some f- frantic messages from Grado that uh, his grandmother has taken a turn for the worse. And uh, he needs to get back home because they think that she's going to pass away this week. Uh, but he's going to fly back on Friday after, you know, uh, this all gets sorted out. Uh, they think that she's going to pass away in the next day or two. So he thinks that he'll be able to coordinate everything because he also had a show in Los Angeles on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so he goes home. She ends up passing away on th- Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so then there's no way that he's going to make it right. back by Friday. Uh, so that turns into Which a whole the, thing. That's a very emotionally taxing thing. I mean, good on him to want to, uh, try he was trying to uphold ma- those things. He was trying to make it work. And yeah, he, and especially a year after his, like just about a year after his mother passing. Right. I mean, no one can blame him. Right. I don't yeah. Think. And, uh, he, you know, he PayPal's me like a, a good portion of the flight money back and, you know, is very apologetic and it's like you know what 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 can you say you know yeah. it's just one of those situations you can't say you can't be mad but you're you're in like a situation uh, as a as a promoter right that you know you're kind of stuck because you you know what i mean like so it's an awkward position for me to be in it's like professionally you're you're bummed he's not going to be there and you're in this tough position well, it's but just obviously personally you're like it's just like I you, you i get it but it's just like i have an event to uphold. You know so what now I mean? the business guy of you is like, well, now what, what do I, what what do, I do, I do from here? Right. And then worldwide, I, you know, he's motherfucking me because he cleaned his toilet. Right. <laughs> Wasn't going to motherfuck Rado. All that free time, you could have worked your way to the bathtub. Well, you know, that was the next step until, you know, the troubles hit. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Weird Bodies has Yo. had the microphone um, on. He's here, folks, by the way. We didn't give him the proper intro, but Yeah, no, that's fine. Here. I don't that's need a right. proper introduction. Well, you're going to pile in on this fucking toilet scenario? What's going on? No, no, that's fine. I'm glad you cleaned the toilet. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that's pretty good. Um, but, you know, all things considered, rest in peace, uh, Greta's grandma, um, first and foremost. Yeah, but... Fun. All things considered, he would have been sleeping on the couch. I would have been sleeping on the love seat. That love seat is not long enough to contain me. So, blessing in disguise. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For your living situation. For my living situation. Honestly, weird body, you could have had this. For weird body's orthopedic situation. Yeah, yeah. you could you have had, had this luxurious couch. space to yourself instead. Then. Oh man, that would, would that would have been appreciated. This is an L shape. You could have really lived on this. I couch. really could. Yeah, dude, that would actually. Oh, well, that couch is comfy as fuck. But this one looks. Maybe even a little comfier. So. No smoke. No smoke. No, no smoke. Yeah, scent. dude. Yeah, actually, probably that's better this, for my lung. I've been secondhand smoke all my life. So this couch is um, preferred sleeping by Eddie Kingston, Joshua Bishop, Traylon wow. Mar, Swaggle. I've slept here. That's John a fucking, Thorne. That's a laundry list of goddamn fucking yeah. people to, to put this over. Or yeah. We, or we can give you Swaggle's other bed. Swallow it with the fridge. What is it? That auto no, right there? Not the, not no. He uh, sleeps on this uh, coffee table. Gym, What's going on? This gym pad. We just oh, that's gym pad. Room. Yeah, I'd probably take and, uh, that too. It's like he's in the dojo. I, John, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mention this because I forgot it uh, previously at many episodes ago when we talked about Swaggle. But I was telling Weird Body while we were uh, before we were recording and we were in here. I was like, I just cleaned my refrigerator out because. I forgot that that same day when Swaggle was trying to blade himself and everything, it was so hot out and he was so drunk. He tried to climb in my refrigerator <laughs> to cool off, at which point he found leftover food like pasta and pizza and stuff, puts it in his mouth, he's eating it, decides he doesn't like it because he didn't like Italian sausage or something, and spits it out all over my refrigerator. So I have like marinara sauce and crust. In Stop having such a fucking disappointing fridge, Steve Guy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, well, Take care of your guests. So, you should have more uh, Irish food, oh, man. Potatoes. Excuse me. I do believe I put out a nice message before everybody was recording today. Does anybody need anything before you all, you all come up? That is true. I will I will put Steve Guy uh, That's that. true. That's why we've been on multiple beer runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't been on multiple beer runs. As uh, you say swoggle and climbing at your refrigerator that jogged my memory a little bit that swaggle uh, was booked for this yep, event i remember i initially gonna go and uh you know him and pb they're they're the tag team champions i'm trying you know i'm trying to get a you know a big match for them or something uh and then i don't know maybe two weeks after swaggle confirms the date he goes oh fuck man i gotta cancel i said why <laughs> he goes, i got tim allen tickets man I go, like, I go, I go the like the Tool Man, Tim Tim the Tool Man Taylor, goes yeah man, I'm going to see him live. I go, so you're gonna go see the Tool Man instead of make money on a booking? He goes, you know I really loved I really loved Home Improvement as a kid, man. I, I got I gotta go see the Tool Man. Dude, he can go to Michigan any fucking time, bro. Like that dude, what he's doing the, all those you commercials. Think his favorite was was he a JTT guy or Tim Tim the Tool Man? The Tool, the tool Man. man I did like. Okay, no. I'm saying like, did, did he like picture himself as one of his kids? Was he like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas? He's like in weeks. No, I don't. I don't think so. In weeks, 
after it kind of uh you know it got to me hit me in the feels a little bit because he put out a post that he used to watch home improvement every week with his dad and that was a big thing that's what they did together and then there was a weekend where he and his son swaggle and his son sat down swaggle jr they netflix the hell out of home improvement it's on hulu bro and, or hulu sorry and they watched it together then so it was like this huge thing it's like oh i used to watch with my dad and now i'm watching with my son and my son loves it i was like oh man i get it i get the tim allen thing sometimes you just gotta i don't get it tool i don't man, get it. tool man i don't get pretty... no, i don't get the tim allen thing but i get where i ain't sentimental where about shit from. i watch fucking home improvement i'm here to make some money yeah what wilson the if, Al- that's if, my guy. if alabama doing taught me wilson. one thing r.i.p alabama doing said him too let's, let's make, make money, money baby. baby yes sir that's right <laughs> Wes Barkley knows about that. Yes, sir. Swaggle didn't want to make money that Let's day. Let's make money, baby. He wanted to give Tim the Tool Man Taylor money. So we Shout also, out to the neighbor that's always hiding behind the fence. Wilson. He's all about that money. That's Wilson. Wilson. That's Wilson. Speaking Wilson. of money, Willie. how much would it cost to get Wilson behind the fence and then hire He's Goldberg? Dead. He's dead. He's dead? He's Wilson dead. died? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, Rest in almost, peace. All right, let's get a Wilson impersonator, and right. then just somebody spears the five Wilson through the fucking fence. Yeah, five, ten years ago. Right in front of fucking Swag. No, like five ten years. Ago, I was pi- I was I was pissed about this tool man thing though. Yeah, <laughs> I know you. So uh, I've texted him probably seventy five times, and uh, every time I text him, I just call him the tool man. Though, there you go. So is that why you hit that targeted ad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say those Facebook ads. Oh man, he, I, don't he, Wisconsin, I, don't, I don't think he knows about that. Oh, he doesn't know. Well, uh, yeah, so that is why I did that. Uh, I was a little I was a little pissed at Swaggle, so uh, the episode in which uh, we talk about <laughs> Swaggle being so drunk, I did a... Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I did a boosted post uh, on Facebook with that picture of him eating that cheeseburger, that, that fucking Big Buford, Big Buford, the day of jail it when he's all drunk. Uh, I put that picture up with the link... And uh, I said, listen, listen now to hear about a uh, day, a, a day with day drunk hornswoggle. And I boosted the post within 10 miles of Oshkosh, Wisconsin, uh, <laughs> for interest in WWE hornswoggle, WWE. Who lives in Oshkosh, Wisconsin? <laughs> uh, you know, like all sorts of wrestling things. Uh Maybe uh, fans, fan maybe page. people that people that are have liked the ACW Wisconsin page. Okay. Uh, that's a little ribsky, <laughs> little ribsky. I pulled on Hornswoggle to get back to guy. get get back at him about the Tool Man. Uh, <laughs> Ribbed for Thorns Prep. In which he in which he said, "Man, because fans are contacting me uh, saying I sound really bad, uh, and, and it reflects poorly on on uh, my promotion." Man, that's crazy that the podcast has that kind of reach all the way in Oshkosh. <laughs> and now he knows why. <laughs> yeah, well, a little ribsky and swaggle. So we we get to the venue. We're going to get set up for the venue. It looks wonderful. Uh, supposed to be storms that day. It's the first time ever the locker room takes place in a little canopy tent. That oh, happened. Well, I knew Dr. Dan would fuck this up. Yep, and, one uh, broken leg. <laughs> And uh, like maybe yeah, two. I was he eventually gonna, fixed it once he got there. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna because I was gonna buy a tent. You know, just to have one for right. these situations. And he goes, no, I got it. I just go, man, Dr. Dan's going to show up with some fucked, and fucked up tent. Yeah. Broken. Sure enough, they set the tent up. 
holes in the fucking roof. Yep. One broken leg. Yeah. No, I think it was two. two. Yeah, it was two legs. Yeah, we had one balanced up on a the two uh, legs you need too. And then the other one up on the uh, the picnic table. Picnic table. Luckily it does not rain though. And that much. Yeah, not a lot. Like a little drizzle ski. But uh, then you know, got the arms moist. A lot of skis this episode. We uh, we gotta we gotta replace Grado. We do that. We do that. More on that later because that uh, ended up being a surprise. Then we just you know we roll with the shit. How about how this whole Grado match? I know you you talked about New Orleans, but the the big fun was that he forgot. He told you back then that he wanted to have the match with Nick Gage. Yeah, he was very scared once he found out. <laughs> He'd forgotten all about it. Until I saw a legitimate post about his grandmother dying, in which he screenshotted from other family members, I did think he was scared of Nick Gage. <laughs> he thought he was just making it up. He did. He, yeah, he did. He, you know, he, he did provide enough evidence, though. Okay. <laughs> that uh, it was a legitimate death. But hey, I feel for Grado because I put in those reps and I get beer muscles sometimes. And uh, I think of a little bit, uh, I'm ready for a little bit more than I am. So either way, all's forgiven. But as it was, condolences. That was my dream match, though, for real. That was your dream match. Well, oh, it could yeah. still happen one day. We might get there. But as it stands, we go into the show and uh, we, well... This is a small point, but we go to lead off, and uh, we don't really have any sort of sound, audio. Uh, microphone keeps cutting out. Typical. Yeah. Can't do any sort of intros. Literally go into the first match, I do the whole spiel, and we start first match uh, introductions between PB and uh, Derek Director with no microphone until our man... Sonny. Shout out to Sonny. Sonny saves the day. Doubles as, an Uber, doubles as an Uber driver. Yep. Pro as Uber, I, music links on the back. I mean, Sonny, as I'm Green doing Mohawk, all my this guy. stuff, I just get to, hey, hey, and I get handed a microphone. Plugs us in right to the board. Sonny saves the day so we can, so these guys could cut fabulous promos throughout their matches and, you know, actually be introduced. So we go PB Smooth, Derek Director. Nice little match. Nice little match. Nothing. You Gorgeous know, match. Great match. You know, the, uh, unfortunately, one half of the tag team champions had to do a singles match tonight because uh, his partner was seeing the tool man. Yeah, but PB finally gets one over on Can the Can I get one more of those? Though. The Santa Claus. Uh, home improvement sounds. <gasps> there you go. There it is. Can you get another one of those? Oh, wait. It's right here. <laughs> that sums it up. It's I called mean. a beer. He's seeing, uh, you know, he was seeing the, the star of the Santa Claus film. So PB has the All three of Russell Solo. Picks up the W. He does. And uh, the show's off and running. Show's off and running. Which then leads us to uh, Duke Money taking on the weird world. Oh, yeah. Rematch. Yeah. Rematch ski, if you would. I mean, it wasn't a technical rematch. Every time they faced us, they've had uh, uh, other teams in the mix. But this is the first two-on-two encounter. Uh what happens here? You guys didn't seem too focused. I know that. Uh, no, we I were know, focused. I don't we know. We were focused. Razor shape, buddy. We the, were focused. Listen, during the tournament, you chewed him up. We did chew him up. up. We chewed him. We chewed him up in this match. Uh-huh. But the Duke with his goddamn Haas Division boot, golden. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's probably what like fifteen percent gold now. Um, 
And then you know we we had them. We had them. This is a uh, uh, they they they, uh, they had worldwide's number for a little bit. Let but... me tell you something, Steve guy. Okay, tell him. Mance Warner surgically attacked my left nipple. All right, he was trying to saw that thing off with his hand, and oh. then Jock Sampson, that dirty son of Jock, would not Jock would not. Stop choking me in my throat. It's a miracle Disgusting. that I have lungs to speak right So what now. happens? So what happens your lungs aren't in your throat. is that they, when, when we finally get the pin, we, we had about here. a 10 count. We had, you know, the Big E Langston, King Kong Bundy, five count, one, yeah. two, three, four, five. But oh. then Duke distracts the refs uh, and then uh, tosses his Haas division boot. To Mance Warner, who then clobs me in the fucking skull. You know, I saw. Heather, I he know. made the hot, so, fiery comeback of nine lifetimes. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't. I still have to get to the is CTE this, doctors to, to see about is that. This the you took the heat, brother. Yeah, she this is the night he fucking took, took the, heat. the heat, bro. I'm not. I haven't been the same since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. Because he got goddamn. I had the fucking five count, clobbed me in the head, and then. Uh, no, no good son of a bitch, asshole, piece of shit, jamokes the fucking party jamokes, never ends. For sure, Come out. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing out here? Pissing those virgins. Me off. I get out there. Apples. I'm like, hey, you guys got to get the hell out of here. Throwing beers at the fans. I'm mad as hell. And then all of a sudden, I look around. One, two, goddamn three. Yeah, what the dude. fuck happened? Robbed. They I'm, can't I'm, beat us with, with with using their fucking uh, normal what God gave them their bodies. I'm gonna. They say, have to use a boot. That's goddamn bullshit. I'm gonna if say, you want to call them bodies, I'm gonna say this. Worldwide, you said uh, you haven't been the same since. You're sounding pretty pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? No way, bro. I have something going on right here in my upper latimus region. You've had that and, before. Uh, something also. Some guy with pinched neck nerve up here. That's okay, Duke. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Everyone's lucky my air conditioning unit broke the other night, and I ate a bunch of fucking painkillers and just sweated all night because I think <laughs> oh. it fixed my neck a little bit. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, uh, but as, Steve Guy, you're a doctor, as, apparently. You want to tell me where the fuck <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Let me check your pulse, bro. I just, I just know that the Check lungs. my pulse, Steve Guy. Am I alive right now? Does I, my neck hurt? I just like most, right. I just like most know that the lungs are not located in your throat. Yeah, That's well, they connect somewhere down the line, buddy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna see that but Duke Bunny egg somewhere down the line. And you know what? You know what? You know, it was the first two on two encounter, and they had to bring you know two more guys, four on two, five, five on, on two, five on two. I don't even know math right now because Duke's got me so fucked. All right, I don't want to fucking go off PG or nothing, but it was a whole lot of bullshark, and I'll tell you that right, All right fucking bro. now. It was bullshark. PG. Oh, okay. Well, uh, like as I as Steiner so anyway, to get those math lessons. That, there is about that. As what I was saying, as I was saying, I think you're. Yeah, we have a tag doll shot whenever we need. I so. I think you. I think. I think you're. I think you're sounding pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't gather from I'm all that, man. Uh, the weird world did not pick up the win. Nope. Jock's being mean to me on Twitter. They lost it to you and other people. Uh, so then we roll into a, a ladies' match. Everybody's been clamoring about wanting AIW uh, women's division, a match of some sort, and we give them one. Alley Cat makes her AIW debut. Along with 
and I hope I don't mess her name up, Koharu Hinata. Hey, nice. I mean, you ring announced it, so you uh, should yeah, notice I know. it. Uh, I don't have those note cards anymore. Uh, this, you know, this is, uh, you know, Kikutaro uh, had said, you know, she was over here doing an excursion uh, and, you know, kind of offered it and set it up and coordinated the whole thing. Uh, and, you know, Alley Cat is somebody that's come around and hung around AIW shows a few times, showed her face. Yeah. Uh, so I figured, let's give it a shot, you know? And it, it was good. It was my favorite thing. So uh, Koharu is very small. Uh, yeah, like under five, under five feet. And and I, I meet her for the first time. One of the things that stood out is she's sitting there, conversations are taking place, people keep interjecting with her with Kiku, myself, whatever, and we kind of finished what we needed to talk about in terms of me getting her intro. But she, she kept standing there waiting for people to stop talking to me, and then they finally did. And she looks at me for the first time, and she says, "Uh, hi, my name is Koharu, and you are." And I was like, "Oh, my name's Steve." Like waited for that traditional wrestling. I want to make sure I personally introduce myself. Oh, to let me you. tell a funny story and, about that real quick. As a matter of fact, I, are, I, are, I you gonna, are you going to talk about the prom, the Japanese promoter that the was there? The promoter, yes, and my future uh, you know, endeavors in uh, the Orient. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah! So, you know. Before the show, everyone's showing up, all that, before the event, and uh, Kikutaro comes, and uh, I shake hands, I'm like, hey, how's it going, Kikutaro? He's like, hello. And, he, <laughs> you know, Miss Hinata, hello. And then they had a third gentleman from Japan with him, and I go to shake well, hands, hey, how's it going, Alex? Second gentleman. And he goes, you look like a Michael Hayes. <laughs> and I was just like, thank you. And I walked away. And then I just walked over to Eric Ryan at Weird Body, and I was like, yeah, probably going to get booked in Japan pretty soon. I think I got a pretty hot gimmick ready hot to right. go. Super to Michael the Hayes. There it is. There it oh, is. Yeah. Well, so the other thing. Bad Street Nippon A, baby. I enjoyed was uh, Kiku introduced me, and I'm trying to get the intro, and he's telling me all this stuff. And I, I said, well, does she have a moniker? And realizing Kiku maybe not know what that translation is. I said, does she have a nickname or something she wants me to say besides her name? And he asked, and he says, "Oh, she is a uh, uh, how you say? He's like most most tiny wrestler in Japan." I'm like, "Okay, so tiniest, yeah, under no 45 centimeters." Most tiny, yeah, go no problem. And I I love that he had never apparently heard that before. He's like most tiny wrestler in Japan, and then he looks at her and looks at me and goes, "Maybe a world." And I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'll say that too." And he's just making fun of her in front of in front of her, and yeah. she's just like. What he and then it's a gimmick, bro. I mean, as a small guy, I can understand, you know. Yeah. Um, and she was so sweet and like quiet, like she knew what we were talking about, but not. And he just like looked at her and she just laughed. She's like, "Hi!" And like we're like, "Okay, great, going with that." And it was fine. But the ladies' match, it was good. It was who fun. went over? Crowd liked yeah, it. Who won? Alley Cat. Alley Cat picked uh, up the win. Okay. I'll I mean, she's what. got nice. she's got more of a chance of probably coming back. Yeah, I think. Hey, we'll yo, 145 centimeters. That's so all what? I gotta say. 145 centimeters can go. Yeah, we need more Joshi in AIW. 
Diversifying <laughs> stocks. Hey, like Dookie always said, diversify those stocks. Yeah. Well, we're on this topic of Dookie. If you're ever feeling for some wings or some cheeseburgers, <laughs> go to Wolfie's in Elyria. You've been there? Yep. Have you been to Wolfie's? I've never been there, but Duke swears by it, brother. <laughs> it's great. Wolfie's in Elyria. That's uh, it's great. You know, you, you pop in there and he's going to be there. That's a fact. That's you burgers and wings, brother. Hey, if you ever want to know where to catch the Duke, so Thrift Store Jobber, if you're listening, you better oh, hang yeah, out at Wolfie's. Yeah, yeah, your boy. You find him out back at Wolfie's, bro. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. Wolfie and the Duke, same guy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's some real insider talk How right there. That? That's why he, that's why he's always in there. It's his place. Oh, that makes Whoa. sense. That, that makes sense. sense. It blew my mind, but yeah, yeah. He walks around with that that Duke jacket, which oh by the way, on the inside says tailored for Duke Short. <laughs> <laughs> tailored for Wolfie. Custom, custom. I'm gonna make tailored. I'm gonna so make alpha beta Wolfies. Right? I'm gonna make the connection for you. I Duke. Took a picture of it at one point. Duke. Duke money. Wolfie's money. Wall Street. Whoa. Wolf. Yep. Wow. Wolfie of wow. Wall Street. Yeah. Why aren't you partying with me, man? Dookie of Wall Street. Wow. I've heard about that Wolfies. Movie. The Wolfie you know of why. Wall Street. What's up, everybody? Alex Worldwide Keller here to tell you all about at Thrift Store Jobber, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, and etc. And let us not forget, it is in fact against the law to forget, thriftstorejobber.bigcartel.com. Speaking of the law, there's a dude in wrestling, he, uh, from Cobb County, Georgia, and he, uh, wanted to enforce the rules. You broke the law, he broke your ass. His name was the Big Boss Man. And in 1992, the WWF made a shirt, and the Thrift Store Jobber has it here for you. Multiple colors, beautiful boy, and it is a tight-fitting size large, which I feel like is a medium, but hey, 1992 was a crazy year. Restore Jobber, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, and etc. Use promo code WORLDWIDE to get 10% off any order. Well, Let's next keep match we, uh, we go to... Uh, We're going to have to get Worldwide off the mic. He's in his yelling mood. Yeah, he's in a yelling mood. I got a neighbor. Hurry is what I am. We're on a 20-minute time limit, brother. I got you, bro. got What do you got to do? Go drink more? Don't answer that. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got over. a hot tag here. We, we got it. Uh, so then we go into a four-way <laughs> tag match. Two Infinity and Beyond. The party never ends. The production and the young studs. And uh, it's a fun, a fun little young thing. young studs in the, the production. Young stud in the production end up, really get into it and really get into it. They're yeah. all all over the place. Brawl the fuck Wild out one, you know, classic AW four-way tag. Yeah. How did you guys feel about this match, Weird Body? Yo. We were so heated because the Duke cost us our match that yeah. we, we had to interject ourselves and we had to go beat the fuck out of the Duke. He was about to hit Colin Delaney with the Duke driver. Ooh. And you know what? Oh, the, 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 the year before is when uh, we had our tag toe shot against uh, Two Infinity and Beyond. Yeah, and Colin better. Delaney whooped my ass, but I respected him for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Colin and Cheech are legends for I sure. you guys as tag team champions. I said it right there on the mic. I was there. It was a, it was about to happen. Yep. Um, Fucking potato. But, you know, we had to put that 
a, a year's worth of history uh, aside because that night the Duke cost us our match. And Duke we, get us dirty, and he was trying to do Colin dirty, and we weren't going to let that shit play. Yep, yep. So we had to run out there. We had to beat the fuck out of the Duke. We, uh, we, and his, and his, building. and his new boys were in there that cost yeah. you the match. Yeah, yeah. you part never ends, man. We had to put a stop to that. Salty. That's for sure. Salty. Saudi, as uh, the people say. Party did get on pause later on in the evening, but exactly. more on that later. But yeah, yeah, we had to take care of the Duke, had to take care of his new uh, uh, cronies, and uh, uh, you know what? Uh, history proved us right, because who went over? Who went over in that match? To infinity and beyond. Exactly. There you go. All as it should be. Uh, Playing the long game, are you? Yeah. So then we roll into... Playing chess, man. Uh, Dominic Garini and a guy who is... Back in the fold, Nate Webb, fresh <laughs> off of a seven-minute introduction. Maybe the match more. is the match is good, uh, but the only thing worth really talking about is he does the same thing that happens again. Yeah. He does the entrance, gets a one more time chant, yeah, and then starts like uh, there's like a the balcony area where all the wrestlers are watching the show. Right, he goes he starts, there. He starts calling people down and like yelling at Eddie only and come down. And he's like, I don't know what what's going on. And Eddie only goes down, and he like tells him to get in the ring. And uh, Dominic like knees him in the face. And uh, later on, I discover this is because Nate Webb was so excited for his entrance <laughs> that he blew himself up during the entrance, and he forgot his entire game plan going into the match. So he was calling for people to stall. Had to recombobulate. To see if he could gather his thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily, he gets it back together. But uh, that's really the only funny yeah. thing to talk about there. Didn't really matter because he ends up losing the match anyway. Correct. Should have just Bless gone his in. heart, though. Should have gone in right away. Uh, so then we go from that to Dr. Dan and Matthew Justice. Dr. Dan trying to make amends for Ethan Page. Losing says, I can do it, and you need to watch this to learn how to stick to the plan. We get a Dr. Deathmatch chance in this. And uh, he kind of lives up to it because the big story here is they brawl around, a uh, big bar fight, but then uh, old Dr. Dan takes one of those pamphlets of his yeah, and uh, lights it on fire and throws it into Matthew Justice's face. Also worth stating, and Dr. Fuego. Dan busts Matthew Justice open by throwing him into a chair. Listen, if there's anything to do with those Dr. Dan pamphlets, it's set them on fire. They're trash. Like, fucking DCR <laughs> helps nobody. He don't even take his own advice. Turns out like, those pamphlets worked for him that match. I mean, I guess. Blind squirrels and a acorn, Steve guy. Yep, yep, yep. Fireball to the face. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I, yeah, it's gross. It's, it's disgusting. Dare That's, I say this is an homage to Ethan Page winning some matches? You could. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, being a dickhead us way what, back what? in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sleep till Brooklyn they when he fights Dr. Dan and Josh Singh. He fucking, what, hit Josh Singh with the fire? That's a long-term booking Singh right there. You know what I mean? Shit, we make movies here, brother. Making movies. Telling yeah, stories. Dude. I don't even watch movies. Give what? me Minions, bro. Yeah, where's the Minions stable? That's what I want. That's going to be you guys at PME, yeah. dude. Minion. Yeah, yeah, bro. We're Chef Minion. So then we roll into uh, Dick Justice versus Kikutaro, which was a dream match for Dick Justice. Great match. Uh, probably uh, poor placement in, uh, on the bar show. Yeah. But, uh, you know. 
What are you going to do? On the West Bar show. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into it more here momentarily, but... Uh, no, it's just... You know this match. You know uh, it's not meant for a bar show. You know it's I don't even know if I don't even know if it's meant for Mount Carmel. I think if we could have duplicated the No Sleep Till Brooklyn thing again, that would have been perfect for it. Uh, great match. It just does not connect with this drunken crowd. Does not. Wes Barkley, what do you think of the match? I didn't get to see all of it, but shout out to both competitors. Kikutaro and me have smashed a lot of food together, so he's my guy. <laughs> or you're in the buffet club fair enough the steak and shake club it's oh a new, one. new shirt coming pro wrestling tees.com you guys smashed some steak and shake together yeah we ripped it and they took f- forever to come out with their food but at the end of it kiku said was that justice a, was that a so justice that's his thing he said justice so i said hey that's all that matters how many burgers did you guys order total probably 10, they got those two for four boys melts between oh, both melts those. are good i took him i took him the melt earlier in the day and he was very confused at the menu and then when he saw what the sandwiches were oh yes justice you know hey that's passed the test <laughs> yes that means you passed the test and now he texts me now and he signs every text with justice there it is and he wrestled dick justice which is weird was that justice All he did lose the match though. that's some lost shit you know like <laughs> he lost he did lose <laughs> the sure. match though uh so Dick Justice, Kiku, you know what? It potentially looks better on video because it was a lot of fun, and, and hopefully Gary the cameraman captured that stuff. Uh, I mean, sitting there, I was involved in it. Um, I, I do want to say this because we had some fans shouting out back and forth, and we'll get more into it. I think this is a bad move by you. No. He, I know it. I, I agree with Thorne. I think this is a bad move, and this does right. more to rile them up. Oh, crack. So... What I'm not going to say that what I I said something on the mic to the fans. What I'm going to get at here is that while I do that with this stuff and having conversation with the Barkley Nation, I learned that they know who I am thanks to kudos from Wes himself. So they're okay with me doing that because like we've had those conversations before, and at this point, and we had those conversations that night. They actually kind of enjoy when that happens, and they're fine with it. But see, I think the AIW fans, by what you said, that felt, could be the case. Felt demeaned, and that riled them up more. So here's what I have to say: that the, Bar- the, Bar- the Barkley Nation, yep. they don't, they don't give a fuck anything that's going on yeah. there. They just want to see Wes. They but, did want Wes, but you just gotta, you, you just gotta kind of let that play out because once you acknowledge it, yeah, then then the fans go a little bit. No, then it's the elephant in the room, and then. It's like almost like you're calling the bluff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be lucky enough to, to, to get everyone to fold, you know. Well, here was my problem, and I said something to certain fans because during this match, what took away is not necessarily that the bar drunk crowd wasn't involved in it, but you had certain regular AIW fans that were trying to jaw back and forth with the drunken crowd challenging the fights and this that and the other and i went up to them not on the microphone but went directly up to them told them to shut up and to stop and said look and and i i mean i want the fans all the fans to understand this our aiw fans are very protective and i get it but at the same time if you love this company so much you want the company to grow. And if that means that a Barkley Nation comes in and some of these people aren't going to stay here for forever, but then some of them are going to latch on, then you need to be behind that and you need to allow that to happen. You can't yell and challenge all of them to a fight. 
Meanwhile, while you're doing that, you're just ruining the show now even more so for everyone. And it takes two to tango. If you're sitting there and you're ignoring everything that's happening, let them be drunk. Let them be stupid. And people are going to pay attention to the match, whatever. But you drawing back and forth across See, the I ring, think, that I, takes I away. Think, uh, I, uh, I think it becomes more of a territorial thing with them right. rather than a anything else thing. It's like, this is their thing. This has been their thing. They feel invaded. And I get that, but like this is, you know, I don't really get it. But like I, uh, that's where they're coming from, and it's like, uh, if you go to a Cavs game or an Indians game, there's gonna be people acting like assholes there. Sure, there's just way more people in between them all. It's it's the bandwagon thing. But I think I think once you address it, it's like. It's it's like playing a game it gives of chicken. It more power. It's like oh yeah, and it's like playing a game of chicken. Yeah. And it's like okay, who's which side is gonna jump instead of like, you know, they're chanting back and forth or whatever. But I don't think it's going further than that. Yeah, see, at this point, there wasn't chanting. At this point, there was verbal threatening and I well mean, later and on in the show there other. was the same thing but you know and what happened that, i stepped up to the bar and i noticed there was something that might have almost popped off and i was like all right i'm gonna go hang out at the bar by some people and just kind of and also you know like, like, i i physically i didn't say hey calm down and let, just, let's 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 be real this is why we have police in the world you know yeah, what i mean off off mic like there's 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 consequences. I, I don't think too much no, is going to happen, but no consequences is what I was. All consequences are bastards. There are some. <laughs> there's some consequences, I guess, as Weird Buddies always told us. But I literally, without the microphone, as the match was going, I watched fans get up because it was about to become an altercation. I literally got in our AIW regular fans' face, and I said, "You need to sit the fuck down." Because if you love this company and you love this organization and you're upset that these people are coming in here, why are you going to take it to the next level and ruin the whole thing for us? You know, we have a great setup at Music Links for all these shows. And if AIW is so important to you and it's your home and it's your family, why would you I mean, they would have just looked bad? They would have just been arrested. It's a real venue. You know what I mean? For sure. Like... It's not like we're we're not running the show in like a basement. Yeah, but we don't you know? need us to be painted in that uh, bad light. It's you know if you're trying to protect what AIW is and it's integrity. but I don't think it's about AIW or or any of that. I just think it's about it's their. I think it's their, about how they are as people and how and how the other side is as people. Yeah, and I think it's they don't like those kind of people and those people don't like these kind of people. And it's like I think it's less about AIW as a whole and more about like the kind of people, the personalities of each. That's fair. More on more on that later. Listen, uh, I don't care if you're Bishop Grade. I don't care if you're Barkley Nation. As long as you keep throwing toilet paper at Doctor Dan, I'll put you over because you're helping out the weird world and and PME in a lot that of is, ways. That's the one thing I have to throw out an apology on because uh, wonderful Matt Justice. 
uh, picked up a piece of toilet uh, roll of toilet paper and tried to fire it at Dr. Dan when he wasn't looking. And Dr. Dan just by chance moved out of the way and it drilled somebody in the front row. So apologize, <laughs> apologies to that person. But uh, yo, you know they came to the wrestling show. We they, got those fucking what uh, those waivers up. You know they they know what they're getting. Well, they into. laughed and and knew this ain't why. no G.J. Allen show, but you know you might get pegged. With they laughed paper. and knew. Yeah, why I got the I got the waivers up, brother. Yeah, exactly. I got that you're entering at your own risk. Yeah. It posted at every entrance. They laughed. They knew why it happened, and they they loved it every yep. minute of it. I really think yep. they picked it back up and made sure that Doctor Dan. So did keep get bringing toilet it. paper. Bring even more. Speaking of that toilet yeah, paper, I gotta clean that toilet paper up, dude. No, I gotta bring it home, bro. Yeah. Speaking of that, Rex Rex Brody made up. We're in a mad toilet paper deficit right now, and what? yeah, Rex Brody can step off our territory. Oh, yeah, he made off with a lot. Exactly. Of that. You Rex- know what? You know what? I'll put PME over there, or buds. They can take some toilet paper home but we split up even but rex brody man rex brody was in there you want to pull some stunts man you know what we'll fucking we'll put you right through a table that's for sure (laughs) yeah okay so people are fighting over the free toilet paper during the cleanup exactly exactly i don't i don't care about this fucking bridge upgrade i don't care about barkley nation i just care about the free toilet paper all right that's for me there you go well you you brought up pme you said they're your buds they're in the next match oh wow Taking on Frankie Flynn, Magnum CK. All oh, those bastards. There you go. The production. <laughs> Guys, you don't like. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just going to step in here okay. right now because I was in awe of this match. I mean, I don't know who else watched this match. In awe. Awe. How many times have you dropped your phone <laughs> today? I have the case. He just looked at his I have the case from hell. to still be there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do also, yeah, maybe have a date. So fuck you, Jock Samson, trying to tell me how to live my life, saying I don't fucking have no women. I see you talking shit to me on that Twitter. Eat shit. Anyway. Hey. We beat him, bro. Yeah. We so did. you're in awe of this match. Elaborate. But, yeah, I was match. in awe of this match. Fucking, um, no, seriously, 100%. Like, Magnum CK and uh, handsome son of a bitch piece of shit that he is and uh, handsome boy Philly Collins had, like, just some balls out, like awesome wrestling going on in this fucking match. Like where I was like, I knew Philly was good. I did not know Philly was this good. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. What did Magnum CK once make you look like? A million bucks. And uh, Philly and Magnum made each other look like a trillion bucks. So, (laughs) and that's like fucking for real right there. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was breathtaking. It was fantastic. This was a match that had everybody on board because that's what these guys do. As I said after the fact, it was almost like uh, Jerry Lynn and Rob Van Dam only substitute like flips for uh, fucking uh, body slams. And entertainment. Yes. It was good shit. So you were sports entertained. I was. God damn it, I was. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Frankie Flynn and Magnum CK pick up the win here. Assholes. Uh, and then we roll into a uh, four and four even tag match. The team of no consequences, boo, taking on the newcomers: Ryder Reed, the new breed, TK Ryder Reed, Zach Thomas, and Wes Barkley. That's me. Hell yeah, uh, Wiz S. Yep. As we've alluded to here, Barkley Nation versus Bishop. Brigade, you guys are kind of boys. not a lot. Not a lot of Bishop Brigade though. Yeah, not, not, not a lot of Bishop Brigade, but look like they panned out. Josh Bishop had the fire of the whole brigade Josh inside Bishop, of him. Josh Bishop was 
full on trying to start a, get into a fight. Oh, in which, yes. Pumped up. 10,000%. I was ready loving to take it. On in which, in which I'm pissed about because I've pulled everybody aside and I said, there's far more of them than there are of us. So be conscious of that and do not go out of your way to try to make this into a riot. They're all pretty skinny, I and there's did, a lot of women. I did have to ask a couple members of the Barkley Nation to stop straddling the rails and stay on the other side. Because Trey, Lam- Trey Lamar... That did happen. Trey Lamar and Josh Bishop were trying to start a full-on riot. Myself and Colin Delaney were sitting there going, this is bad. Like, <laughs> this is this is getting real bad. Like, Josh, Pro- or Josh Bishop and Trey Lamar, the other two guys weren't <laughs> but jo- Gary the King Baller wasn't I think trying jo- to get in a legitimate I think, street fight I think Josh Bishop I, so. I think Josh Bishop was he's the king I think uh, like you, you like you hear of like the term beer muscles I think Josh Bishop had dad muscles because he knew his dad was in the crowd like <laughs> it could kill a few people so like with his bare hands so he, he was specifically trying to start a riot and then Trey Lamar is just doing like jerk offs and stuff and like just <laughs> that's pretty fuck, good fucking stupid taunts but it's just like uh, it was uh, i've feared that there would be a riot i was trained by a man who had a couple five-star matches if anything were to get on a hand we fucking got this no doubt about it <laughs> okay all right <laughs> no doubt about it i would choke him the fuck out you know barkley nation you know i respect you i love you don't hop the rails yeah don't hop the rails but uh it was incidentally <laughs> listen to this podcast you won't was was barkley Yo, speak to you. Uh, Look, I don't know who comes out, okay? If you're <laughs> repping Barkley Nation, I appreciate it. And I said that podcast before. If you come out and you support me and you cheer for me, I appreciate you to the death of that because I don't think I could do it without you guys. But I don't know each and ex- each and every member that comes out. You think I have them on contact list? Hey, don't go too crazy. Hey, look, if you're coming to the show, have fun. The only invite I ever sent out was to Pamela Paulshock of WCW fame. And she didn't get back to me. She didn't, hey, she didn't get back to me. She didn't get back to me, but hopefully one day she'll be there. But look, one day this if week, you're bye coming bye. out and you're cheering your lungs out, hell yeah, that's what I need. If you're coming out and you're booing, Hell yeah, do it. That's what you yeah. paid your ticket for. Do whatever the hell you want, okay? Some people say Barkley Nation, oh, this, this, that, and the other. Look, they're having a good time. West You're Mania having a was good running time. wild. At the end of the day, WrestleMania is running wild, brother, okay? And I got the... Ooh. Oh, we're not going to give the secret. And so. I don't think people understand that uh, based on your situation with your dad and you have some money and you're, you kind of go out and you're known kind of throughout the... Throughout the city at, sure. at a distance, yeah. I don't think people understand that these aren't like these aren't like your buddies. Friends. Yeah, no. these are friends no. of friends of friends. Look, I've said it before. I go out, I do my thing. You know, we go to par bars, clubs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure, I put up some Instagram posts and some goofy stuff on Twitter, and it works. But when I go out, people ask me, "Hey, what's this guy? Who the hell is this guy?" When I'm walking around with, you know, four hundred dollar gator skin boots on, people go, "Who the hell is that guy?" Okay, so. They want to see me do my thing, and I tell them, men are on the lake, you know, come see me, four-on-four match, and they go out. So I don't know them personally. I can't say, hey, look, if you go, make sure you do this, that, and the other. No, if you're going and you're paying your $20, have the fucking time of your life. And sorry, excuse my French for the language. 
Look, I'll, I'll back you up here because There's no excuse for French. As someone who's known Wes yeah. Barkley for some time, and I see him out as as a man about the town yeah. in a similar situation. When yeah. I go out there and I run into Wes Barkley and he's with his friends, yeah, immediately is like, "Hey, everybody, this is Steve Guy." Yep, love Steve Guy. Blah blah. Puts me over to these people. And I meet them, very polite. Yeah. And they like, might not have been we at the a, show. We grab a drink, and those people may not have been at the and show. And I, th- yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's what it all boils down to is people don't understand that, like, yeah, like your brother is there, and like yeah. sometimes you know Bob Barkley and your mom are there, rare, but like yeah, yeah. rare occasions, but yeah. Other than that, it's like just people of it's like a like a pyramid of like yeah. or like a like a. Six degrees of separation. A friend of exactly, a friend of exactly. a friend. Exactly. One guy had a good time. Told two people, "Hey, look, you know, I was yelling at this it guy." Was, it, it was. It was the fun. thing to do that night. They had the yeah. party bus and everything. Yeah. And I will. That was the West Express, brother. Make sure you get that. And this right. is where I kept getting upset with the AIW faithful because, honestly, as ridiculous as it seems, quietly off the microphone, for the most part, I had everything under control the entire evening with the Barkley Nation because there were. Plenty of them that came up to me said, oh, we know who you are. Uh, Wes has talked to us before. Or some of these yeah, guys I've actually yeah. met when I've seen him out. For and sure. they said hello to me. And and this, the thing was there were a group of them that wanted to go sit on the stage right by the ring. They went over there and said, you guys, you can't sit here. Well, no, we'll pay whatever. I said, no, this is what happens. This is a front row seat. These people paid extra money for it. They're here for that reason. They are in these chairs. Sure. Actually, that doesn't happen there. But, and, you know, they already had the seats claimed up yeah but but also where they were, we're looking out for you where they were also standing i knew there was about to potentially be some crazy action going on because it was right by like the steps from the but stage I, I just wanted to like uh just clear that up because i don't yeah. think i think there's people like uh and i don't want to sound demeaning to like the aw regular fans and stuff like that but i just think that there's people that can't relate to your kind of lifestyle sure. yeah and sure. the way that you come across these people yeah. and you just say hey i'm doing this and yeah. then all these people show up i don't i i think that's like just a, a hard concept for some people to to gather the, and maybe they'll understand it a little sure. better now the one thing i got and understood was at one point uh members of the Barkley nation were climbing to go over to the the front row standing right on the rails to see their boy and i did not know that this was happening but they were right in front of and almost over top of uh, some older fans, which happened to be Caden's grandmother and somebody else from the family. Didn't know they were there. So honestly, with, with how well the Barkley Nation was responding to me, asking personal things of them to do and behave throughout the night, had somebody said something to me that they were sitting there, I would have walked up to the guy, those guys, been like, hey, you guys, get out of the way. Look, there's people right here. And in their excitement, they probably didn't realize it. You know what? Probably, honestly, would have moved. Yeah. There's, there's just no need for people to elevate things. I just think for in sure. those settings, you're right, John. I mean, people maybe can't relate, and yeah. they get It's just defensive. different. I appreciate it's, you bringing this up because it's, it's, yeah. it's different. It's just different. I don't want to say walks of life, but just different. For sure. Like Approaches. Uh, yeah, just different approaches to life. And like it's like... You know, it's also, everyone's lucky as fuck that most of my friends are either insane or broke. Or cheap. Your friends are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> insane, broke, or cheap because you could have a whole other color animal fucking coming to AIW shows. 
Well, they'd be all that. No one would be able to predict or fucking contain. Yeah, A I W is like the flats, man. We keep the prices high to keep the riffraff out. <laughs> it's hard to cause problems when you're in the bathroom stall. So, <sighs> but uh, yeah, I just want to like. I just hopefully people can relate now or at least understand that it's just different types of people. Uh, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like for sure. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's like you know, it's like a dive. It's like dive. It's like dive bars versus yeah. clubs. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? Just two, just different mentalities and ways of life, yeah. Uh, yeah. sort of thing. And it doesn't mean you disrespect or don't like one or the other. I mean, I think I think certainly people. I think a lot of that natural dislike just happens. Just yeah. When you see you rocking those sequins, I mean, some people are gonna get mad. Yeah, but like, I'm just saying, just based on just uh, perception and public perception yeah. and how people are, right. Uh, you know, we haven't even talked about the match, but I mean, right. the match is good. Um, Thank you. you know, uh, nothing else, tag. you know, really, really of note here. Uh, no consequences gets a little distracted. Yeah. Uh, as I said, Colin, the late King baller tried to kill me on the balcony. Yeah, that's for sure. I believe it. He jumped off the balcony in the streets. Yep. Man, I didn't know that. I, I wasn't sure if you were going to jump off that balcony. He was going to suplex me off and probably would have murdered me in front of everybody at Barkley Nation. I had to throw a couple strikes, you know, get him off his game. He fell. I said, screw it, you know, let's take these guys out. Jumps and took him out. Uh, you can catch the rest of the match on Smart Mark Video. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the rookies, the rookies uh, get the upset win. I don't know what that means for the future, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Too fitting and beyond. Getting the win on Making the house show circuit. Making presence but. felt there. Exactly. Making their presence felt. Uh, then we roll into the main. We roll into the main. So the main we go to. Uh, we've already kind of talked about supposed to be Nick Gage, supposed to be Grado. As you obviously know, Grado couldn't be there, and we've discussed it here. R.P. Grado's grandma. Yeah, uh, our condolences again there. Uh, and it turns out to be the turn. The main event turns into be the cop callers versus the shot callers. Yep. Yo, what happens? So MJF rolls out. Oh, he is a cop caller. And ACAB. You want to say that he's defending his father's honor because his father was supposed to. Have a match against Nick Gage. I think he wants to accomplish what his father couldn't and accomplish. And there it is. Exactly. exactly. It, at first, you might think he's trying to honor him, but then it seems like he's trying to one-up him. That's exactly what's going on. It turns out to be a great match. I think this might be a first time ever. I'm not sure. I'd assume so. I, I mean, so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I don't keep up with the East Coast. Yeah, but I don't remember. West Coast, brother. Else. Midwest. Midwest. Fuck the East Coast, Midwest, brother. Yeah, but I mean, Gage and MJF are both fucking pretty East no, Coast. No, I'm just fucking bros. around, man. I was just trying to do this. East Coast, West Coast. Oh, okay. Death Row, bad Tupac, Biggie. Yeah, yeah dude. Midwest. Pete was telling me about that. Yeah. Not this Pete, other Pete. <laughs> yeah. So it hey. is. It's a fun. It, Duke I'm Pete, fun. man. He liked like like. Uh, no Asian Pete, bro. Korean. Pete. He liked rap before it was good. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, that blew my mind when I found out that uh, that Duke Pete was into fucking hard, young uh, MC concerts rap. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> It was wild. But it's a good match. Pop it's, goes the weasel song. <laughs> this is this is another one of those matches that shows Nick Gage isn't just deathmatch Nick Gage. That's that's my mission with Nick Gage. He can fucking work, bro. Well, it's, the stipulation of this, too, MJF agrees to this match as long as if Nick Gage this gets disqualified, MJF is your absolute champion. Nick Gage is... Uh, it's, it's easy to put Nick Gage in a deathmatch. Yeah. Let's put Nick Gage in a wrestling situation. Yep. It's like uh, Nick Gage, hell of a figure four leg lock. Tell you that he's a great worker all around. Great worker. I'll say that to the end of time. Nick Gage is a great worker, and uh, that's kind of been my mission to prove to him. 
you know, throughout this, you know, this run. Yeah. Is uh to prove that, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to, you know, fall off a building or whatever he does, you know. Do you think I, I don't want to say that he He loves it. He loves deathmatch wrestling. Yeah, okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, but do you he, think it's more of like he understands that's what people expect and want from him? No, he lo- he personally he loves, loves deathmatch okay. wrestling. All right. But I want you know, I, I want him to know that he can do more. Okay. And he did. He showed it here again. Son of a bitch, he did it. That was a great Shout match. out to Gage. So this is my guy. MDK. So this match at, ends. The show ends. Uh, Barkley Nation hops on the, the West, West Express. Express yeah. EMPB Smooth winners. We went down there, partied with them, had a great night. I've been hung over since. West Sixth Street. West exactly. bottle West, service. Is it West PB, PB's hit me up on that Facebook Messenger talking about the bottle free bottle yeah. service and a shit. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Is that where we went? West Sixth Street. We were all over the place, brother. Yeah, but West Sixth Street. West Sixth. No T. You heard it. No, yeah, no T. West Sixth Street. We roll to uh, some karaoke action at a bar, I believe, called Pete's. Awful. Was it as I, I, I as, was as exciting as every other Pete you know? It was no Wolfie. It was no Wolfies. Uh, Shout out to Wolfies one more time. Yeah, Duke, I love Wolfies. Duke has paid for this advertising. I just want to let everyone know. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, I was invited uh, by some members of the West Express to go with them, and I decided, no, I'm going to stick it out, and I'm going to hang out here with fucking... I was your ride. Yeah, but I, they were going to let me on the bus. Yeah. I was. I had a spot on the bus. Oh, Hell that's yeah. fair. But you know, I said, you know, no. I heard it was Rick Nelson's birthday. He, yep. You know, he's, he's, uh, you know, he, he brings the monsters. He's the and, monster you know, man. I'm gonna go over there buy him a drink. Rick Nelson doesn't show I up made his birthday. The Rick- wrong mistake that I made. Like, well, one of my many mistakes that night. Yeah. I actually went back with the uh, ring crew to unload the uh, truck, and then afterwards, that's the right choice. Yeah, oh, no, it oh, was a great choice. Tr- trust me, going back to the ring crew would have been a better choice. No, because then I would not have been at the West 117th Taco Bell getting rear-ended oh, yeah. at 2.17 Ouch. in the morning. Stone sober, I'm in line. I'm like, oh, we just loaded everything out, doing the thing. All right, going to go home, get some of that weird roller odor, eat me some Taco Bell, and gosh darn it to heck, got blasted by some idiot females in an SUV. And uh, I'm just saying... You're in rare form right now. No, all I'm saying is uh, Saudi Arabia is on a path to ruin. Oh, boy. (laughs) These women should not be driving. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I kid 10,000%. They're working with the Fed, bro. Yeah, that is 100% that. So, anyway... Anyway, see you guys going to take it home. Finally! Uh, I got a bar to go to. All I was going to say was, uh, yeah, uh, Pete's karaoke turns out to be awful. We purchased like 40 jello shots to yeah. try to make it uh, gross. Everything, uh, everyone in there looked like they were uh, give, getting a free shot of heroin with every drink purchase. That's better on the lake, brother. Spider Nate Webb does karaoke turn a teenage dirtbag. Mm, of course cool. he did. That was uh, But uh, there was didn't a know the words in, by now. There was a rough clientele in there. Uh, buy all the jello shots. Yep. Uh, Felt like shit the next day. You and I rolled a 306 lounge. Awful time. Again, <laughs> double awful time. Yep. Razor sharps there. Some fucking brothering up. Razor shape. Yeah, that was good. Appreciate that. Appreciate the razor elbow. sharp. Razor sharp out there fucking buying shout drinks. Out to razor. Yeah. yeah, shout out the razor. Some uh, guy trying to start shit with us running up. He's the, my boss, technically. Uh, a mountain of a man. 
the yeah. evening ends, John Thorne and I are supposed to take a uh, quiet ride home. We planned a Denny's food stop. Yeah, then I forgot that it's an hour drive. and I want to go to the bar. Nice, easy ride home. Uh, nothing ridiculous. Parker Pierce is in there. Parker Pierce makes Ooh. his way. He, was, he's, out. he spent all that Duke money in the bar. It's all the Duke money spent in the bar, snoring in the back seat. And he tried to tell us that he was on a sauce sabbatical. Yep. Wow. We didn't understand that's what he said. Every last one of these cowards in the AIW Academy thinking they can do a sauce sabbatical. Only reason we knew what he said is because whatever that thing is, Alex did. And we're like, oh, sauce sabbatical. Okay. Dude is snoring in my backseat. Thorne and I were like, well, we're going to get food and we're just going to leave him sleeping in here. But then we get tired. So we just do a quick run through the drive-thru, drop off Thorne. I try to wake this kid up with Thorne's help. Parker Pierce. Apparently, the party, sometimes it does end, or at least goes Ooh. on pause, in his words. Couldn't wake the kid up. No idea where to drop him off. I come back home. I try to wake him up to sleep on my couch. Nothing legitimately. I don't I, know where Parker Pierce lives, or else I'd fucking burn it down well, for what uh, he did to me uh, and men are on the leg. <laughs> that sounds... <laughs> I think it's time to go home on that yep, one. Yeah. Yep. I let the kid sleep in my backseat. You're in a pickle, Parker. I let him sleep in my backseat. I wrote him a nice letter. I was like, hey, dude, here's two bottles of water. You're in Lakewood, Ohio. Call an Uber. <laughs> and that was it. The party party, party ended. ended on that. Ended. Uh, and I think we're going to end on that end. because this is a long Forever. one. It's a long one. Uh, a lot of drunk rambling around the weird world. I'm sober as a goat. There is no about? drunk rambling pickle, Parker Pierce. You will die a thousand deaths for your betrayal. I will call down the fire of 10,000 gods. You're just fucking... You want to go to class. I want to go to class. You gotta stop I'm trying to butter some people up for this uh, magical show that we have coming up for y'all. But Pickle Parker Pierce, you're going to fucking die. Let's wrap it up. So for Wes Barkley, the hey. weird world. Weird worldwide. And worldwide. Uh, John Thorne, my name is Steve Guy, and... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoyed some of this episode. Eh, we'll see. We'll talk All to you it. next week. We'll talk.